Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Words. Good evening. We're coming from you. Coming from you. Coming, what? What do I say? You've already fucked up. Coming live. There we go. To you from... Coming at you live, I think is what he's trying to say. Yeah, we're in Ibiza is what I'm trying to say. Having our holiday. How do they know this, though? We could be lying... Well, it could be a can't really unless I take the phone outside and it, everyone listens to the Spanish silence. <laughs> it sounds, the silence sounds a bit different in Spain. It does. It's a well-known fact. Anyway, hit the music. asked any questions but luckily we have a lot of questions left over from Mr George Grimwood the host yeah so we will use his questions to fill up the time and also tell you a little bit about Ibiza yeah so we weren't really planning to do one this week were we we thought let's take two weeks off because why not because why not indeed why not sack it off for two weeks and um, we did actually try to record one with Jason yeah, like it end up ended up with Jason like trying to make us pretend our fingers were men in clubs <laughs> and like walking around the bed going oh, I, look, we're I in really the club. wish you hadn't deleted that because I think well, there was some wonderfully ludicrously silly stuff on it yeah well fortunately Jason is still a person and we can always record more yeah I, know, being a that, dick. I think you just that was a moment in time really you know alright well and he's gone home now, hasn't he? He's gone he's home. He's left us here. He's left us and we can actually sleep now. Yeah, this is actually a fair point. I've Since we got here, I've not slept very well at all because me, Chris and Jason have had to share a room. Jason went home yesterday and I got a good eight hours last night and I don't <laughs> feel this is a coincidence. <laughs> no, not at all. Makes perfect sense. Um, so yeah, IV fire has been fun, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We turned up at like half past two in the morning um, on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday last. Uh, Andrew went to bed. Natch. And me, Jamie and Ruth and Jason went into town to the strip and... Drank said, heavily. <laughs> yeah. Well, we went into a little metal pub down the road and it was it was really small and quite busy and there was people falling over all over the place and we were you kind of laughing. Point, didn't you? Well, this is the point. At that point, we were sober and like I was laughing at these people thinking this is exactly what I've seen on the news of British people in Ibiza. Being a bunch of drunken dickheads. Yeah, so basically. we was like, well, let's go find some more pubs and we did and said oh, let's have a couple of drinks and then it just escalated and we didn't get back to the hotel until seven after all of us at one point or another being on the floor as well like a bunch of drunken idiots so yeah that's what Ibiza does to you basically and we played a gig that we did too which went really well yeah um, I sat down Andrew's been quite ill so he had to sit down yeah it sucks this is like the one holiday I had planned for this year and I've spent most of it being very ill yeah, you've not been drinking, not been in the pool. No. So yeah, we've it's uh, shit. not been. He's not been able to get involved in any of the bum videos. Oh yeah, is that folks have seen the bum? Videos. Yeah, if you go on Facebook, you'll find them. Yeah, millions of videos of our bums. Well, mainly Jason's and Jamie's bums. Only Jason and Jamie's bums. Yeah, my bum's not appeared in anything. That's yet. what I, well, I did say. You didn't get involved. Is yours? No, I don't think so. Yeah, but I did. I was the one who had to film. <laughs> Yeah, half of it. That's true. Um, but yeah, the worst ones didn't even get onto the internet, did they? Uh, I don't think so. You have to leave something for the imagination. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah, just to say, yeah, <coughs> just to point out, folks, it did go up several notches. I think. Yeah. Even yeah. <laughs> even uh, yeah, 
even higher, several notches higher even than the ones you've seen. Yeah, so you can imagine. Other than that, we've been chilling in the hotel, swimming a lot, sitting in the sun, getting burnt. My feet are utterly burnt. Yep. Well, I, I, you took the mickey out of me the other day. I did not take feet. the mickey out of you. Someone did. Well, it was fucking Jason, not me. Uh, my feet got burnt. Uh, oh, J- Jason. Oh, that boy. Well, he's a dick. He's, uh, I think... Let's go through. So, we, well, first of all, we've got, he... At this he, point, we, we, we can't even, like, whittle it down to a top three stupidest things Jason has done no. this week. Because he's actually managed to exceed three extremely stupid things. Yeah, what was number one? Left his passport on the plane. Yes, we got we arrived, arrived at Ibiza Airport uh, around about... Two. Um, it's, yeah, 2 a.m. the local time, more or less. We get to passport control, Jason... Doesn't get that through. Yeah, we all march on through. We find Jason is lagging behind. And we then discover that the reason for this is that he left his passport on the bloody plane. Yep. Like a complete donut. And then he tried to blame Lulu, didn't he? Yeah, because he said Lulu told him to put it's it It's not my in. fault. Lulu said I should keep it in the pouch in front of me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and the fact that Lulu didn't tell him then to pick it up afterwards is clearly her fault. Yeah, I know. Fucking um, Then he... A, couple, a day or two later, he jumped into the swimming pool. <laughs> oh yeah, with with his wallet. <laughs> his wallet. He, yeah, jumped in the pool um, with all his money, which came out obviously drenched. Yeah. So that was number two. Then he wanted to buy some sunglasses, so he uh, went to a shop and realised they were eight euros. So he didn't purchase them because they said they were too expensive. So we went for breakfast. And a nice man came along with some sunglasses that he happened to be selling. Jason managed to haggle him down to 10 euros before deciding to purchase them. <laughs> and then sat there the whole time complaining that he had spent too much, even though it was his choice to, to price them himself at 2 euros higher than what they were in the shop, which he said was too high. So that's the third thing. Then, the day after that, <laughs> he jumped into the swimming pool with his phone in his pocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. His phone and his watch on. Oh, his watch. No, it was his watch, wasn't it? It yeah. was his watch. So think, he didn't learn his lesson from the day before. And then, on the day he he left, he uh, literally the taxi turned up saying to the airport and he'd realised he left his jumper in the room. So he, he runs had upstairs. He run upstairs while the guy yeah. was in the street waiting. Yeah, so we waved him off, went out for dinner, had a lovely meal, came back... Um, and realised when we got up to the room Jason had left the, our hotel room completely unlocked and open wide open and so and so that's five things well it's six that last one I think counts as two I suppose yeah yeah we well, so love you Jace, but good god <laughs> yeah you're a moron no, seriously man <sighs> anyway so yeah sheer incompetence <clears throat> yeah been playing a lot of pool been playing a lot of table tennis today with Jamie and my legs are destroyed, I'm knackered. I read my book. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Gaiman. Yeah, we spoke about Neil Gaiman before. Neil Gaiman. There was, there was no gay sex in this one. Ah, oh, were you disappointed? Um, no. In fact, <laughs> no. there wasn't really, there wasn't any sex in this one at all, actually. Yeah, well. There was a murder. Alright, well that's equally as exciting. Anyway, should we do some questions? Some of George's questions? Why not? We've also got one question from Adam McJarrett. Hello, Adam who, McJarrett. Uh, yeah. He, um, well, who, who, what order are we going to do these in? Well, let's do Adam's first. Okay. Um, yeah, he left a comment on Facebook saying he usually... He realised he usually does something on a Monday. Couldn't figure out what it was until he realised that me and Andrew had buggered off to Ibiza. And been a uh, bunch of selfish bastards. Yeah, called us, called us selfish. And then I told him we're recording this in Ibiza, especially. So fear not. His question was, which album has influenced your style of guitar play the most? Uh, well, I can answer that one very easily. Well, that's good. The answer is, The Extremist by Joe Satriani. Okay. Do you want to explain why, or how? Okay. Um, it was the first guitarist's guitar album that I ever heard at the tender age of about nine, eight or nine, something like that, maybe 10 or 11, I don't know, but very young. And it was one summer holiday. 
driving around in my dad's Audi Coupe, mm. red Audi Coupe he had at the time. Sweet. And he had a cassette of uh, The Extremist on one side and Surfing with the Alien on the other side. I preferred The Extremist, but uh, yeah, that was the one. So sort of these very vivid memories of sort of driving through the like Cornish country lanes, listening to that, basically. Um, but, yeah, Satriani's guitar playing often gets lumped into the whole kind of noodly-noodly, virtuoso, really quite tedious kind of category. But I would say, have a listen to it, because it's like, it's all instrumental, but they're songs, they're not just solos and scales and shit like that. They're songs played yeah. on the guitar, which, you know, the importance of which cannot be overstated. Cool. If you want to have a listen, I suggest the opening track, Friends, by Joe Satriani. It's on YouTube and Spotify yeah, yeah, and, you know, or if you, you know, feel like it, you could buy the CD. Fancy that. Imagine that. Mm. People do still buy them. Do they? I do. Wow. I do too, actually. Yeah. But although I've never said that, I, I find these days I'm far less willing to take a punt on an album than I used to be. No, I'll only buy an album of a band that I want, that I really appreciate and yeah. want the artwork and the whole package as opposed to just, you know, downloading it or whatever. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, I did take a punt on something quite recently. Fairly mm. recently, anyway. Um, I was in the Glade, oh, it's not called the Glades anymore, it's called In Two, isn't it? Mm hmm. And uh, worst name for a shopping center ever. Yeah, and I was having a pretty torrid. I'm not very good at shopping, uh, and I was having a pretty torrid time of it, and had a nightmare parking and all the rest of it. And I was really pissed off, so I was going on the way out. I went past Head. And was like, I'm gonna buy a really angry looking metal seat to listen to on the way home. Okay. That's what I'm gonna do. That's gonna cheer me up. So I did. So I picked up. A, didn't have any decapitated albums at that point picked up the first one that I saw which happened to be Carnival is Forever mm-hmm. and I was like look these guys aren't fucking around <laughs> yeah, yeah and uh, yeah there you go fair enough mate alright well let's uh, dive into a bucket of George I don't like the sound of <laughs> that well we're doing it George Grimm can George question. produce a bucket a bucket's worth well there's, there's enough here for us to be getting on with good So his first question is also music related and he says uh, what record would you save from a house fire? Another musical one. Yeah. Would it be that Satriani album? Hmm. That's a good question. I would save What would you save? Either 10,000 Days or Lateralis by Tool. 10,000 Days? That's an interesting choice. Not really. Okay. Why is it an interesting choice? Oh, I gather among the Tool fandom, it's... I get the impression it's one of their less popular albums. Not that they've got many full-length albums, but... The consensus, as I can see it, appears to be that Lateralis is the best. It probably is, but that's... I, I think the only people... Anything about 10,000 Days is there's less songs. But the quality of song are... Just as good, if yeah. not better, at points. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, one of them. One of them. So what's yours? Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's lots of uh, there's lots of albums that I like. I don't know. But which would you favorite. like have to save as to not? So you like? Oh, I need to save this album. Yeah, we live in a time where it's so easy to replace them, isn't it? Yeah. So I guess it would have to be. It would have to be a copy of something I have physically. Yeah. Um, because I like having that particular physical copy of it. Mm. I suppose... I suppose it would probably be the first CD that I ever owned. What a sentimental thing. Yeah, and it was actually one that was bought for me. When oh, I was, okay, what is it? It's uh, Prokofiev's The Young Person's Guide to the Orchestra. <laughs> okay. It's, you know, it's, it's sort of something that some, some families do. It's sort of like a rite of passage and it's sort of regarded as a as the first bit of music you're meant to give your kids, okay. basically. And you know, it it does what it says on the tin. It explains 
how orchestral music works and how orchestral compositions work, how musical themes work, and so Peter and the Wolf and the Young Person's Guide to the Orchestra. I love Peter That's and the Wolf. Yeah, it's that, it's that bit of music. Yeah. And each instrument represents an uh, animal. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I remember the duck being the oboe. Yep. Things like that. So you had it as well, you see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was the first CD I ever bought, so that probably... Well, no, I didn't buy it, what I'm talking about. It was given to me. Yeah. And that'll probably be... That'll probably be the one, I guess. Still yeah. got it. Fair enough. Okay, next question. Um... Which creature from a film or a book or a TV show, I guess, is the most terrifying? Mm. And if we pick uh, different ones, who would win in a fight? Mm. Okay. So, creatures, terrifying creatures from films and books and things. You got anything in mind? Well, there's so much to choose from. Yeah. I'm thinking of, you know, Smaug. Smaug. Lord of the Rings. Um, He's pretty terrifying. Big old dragon. Can I just uh, stop you there? Actually, you mean Smaug from The Hobbit. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sorry. Just to be that guy, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, he's one I'm thinking of. All right, we'll keep it in the universe of Tolkien. All right. Um, I would say the Balrog. Oh, yeah. Over Khazad-dûm. Do you think he'd been he'd beat Smaug in a fight? Well, I don't know. That'd be an interesting one, because Smaug's main thing, apart from his size, is the fact that he breathes fire. Mm. But you wouldn't imagine that... That would bother Balrog too. And much. and likewise, Smaug's mostly fireproof. He's mostly flameproof, isn't yeah. he? So it'd be come down to just fisticuffs in the cabinet. <coughs> yeah, but in that respect. And who would win that? Well, hasn't Balrog got larger, like bigger arms? So wouldn't he be able to overpower? Thing is, the, I mean, I've started reading. I've actually started reading Tolkien. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fancy that. Mm. Um. And the way he's sort of described in the book is not... I mean, obviously, for the screen version, it's sort of bipedal and has arms and legs and yeah. and a massive whip and all the rest of it. But the point is he's sort of... It is fundamentally without shape, if you like. Mm. It's more like kind of a... You know, it's a manifestation of something rather than... Yeah. A physical form. Yeah, I'm not sure who would win in a fight with them two. It'd be, I, it would go the distance. It'd be a bit. Uh, it'd be a bit. Uh, something I'd like to see. Mm. That'd be a good battle. But um, you know, Smell's not invincible, is he? No. Well, he gets killed. He then, gets got he? spectacularly. But yeah, he's got that one spot in his chest, doesn't he? That's like yeah. That one bit that can only be pierced by the particular. Weapon yeah. that that dude who lived next door happened to have. <laughs> yeah. That was a bit of luck. Yeah, fancy that. All right. Uh, next one. Best decade for cinema so far. Hmm. I'm not really a film buff. Oh, enough of a film buff to answer that one sensibly. Yeah, it's quite difficult. Maybe if you just think of like your what you think is one of the best films ever and just go with that decade. What year did The Green Mile come out? God knows. You haven't seen it, have you? No. Is it, it is good? one of the best films ever. Is it? Is it that yeah. good or is it just one that you've sort of... No, ask anyone. Unaccountably no, attached ask yourself to. Ask anyone. Ask anyone that's seen The Green Mile. If anyone says it's a bad film... I'm sure I could find at least one person... Yeah, you'd go out of your way to find at least one person just so that you have someone that disagrees with me. You wound me, Finnis. Well, you need to watch that film. Well, maybe I will. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I'll get around to it. I'm just going to lend it to you. I've got it on DVD and make you watch it and then I'm going to ask your opinion on it. Wow, okay. I don't know. I mean, 70s was quite good, I suppose. What was in the 70s? Fuck knows. 
<laughs> You're just going to say it. It's a random decade, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I've got film buff friends who who could really who could talk about this for like several hours. Oh yeah, I'm sure George could. Yeah, George likes films. Liam he? could definitely. Yeah. The thing is, I don't, you know, I wouldn't say I don't want to be one of those guys who's like kind of oh, there aren't any good films anymore because there are. Yeah. It's just that they may not be groundbreaking bits of cinematography and all the rest of it. Like they similarly good films would have been back whenever, you know. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. Let's say... I'm just going to pick one at random because they're good films in all the decades. Yeah. Let's say 1970s because the first two Star Wars movies came out in the 1970s, I think. Okay. There you go. Cool. Um, If you could have a career for one week with no repercussions... Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. What would you bit? What would you pick? What would you pick? Uh, I don't know. At this at this juncture. Um, well, sure. You know, you're the guy with the words, so it's directed at you. Hmm. No repercussions. No repercussions whatsoever. Well, a bank robber. Well, yeah, I think this is the kind of thing he no, means. Is that the kind of thing he means? He means something illegal, doesn't he? <laughs> well, it could be, yeah. Uh, be a pimp. I don't think I'd enjoy being a pimp. I don't think, <laughs> I've, got, I don't think I've really got the right... Um, what's the word? Temperament to be You'd a pimp. be an amazing pimp. Really? I could just see you in like a purple suit. I'm sure I'd look amazing in a purple suit. But with like a cowskin hat. And a cane, obviously. And a cane. I think... Being a, I think there's more to being a pimp than looking good in a purple suit, though. Yeah, but I mean, that's why you with your, like, harem of women, yeah. but you're just exactly as you are now, but just dressed like a pimp. Yeah. That would be something. You should come as, like, you know, Halloween, next Halloween, you should come as a pimp. Fair enough. Pro tip. But, you know, how would I settle disputes with other pimps? <laughs> well. So, excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid you have the wrong of it at this in this place. <laughs> yeah. He's like got a gun to your head and yeah. you're like, what would you say then? I don't know. Would you tell what, him? Well what's the sort of pimp lingo for uh Oh no, you don't need the pimp lingo. It's your how you it's like the pimp's going, I'm gonna put a cap in your ass, motherfucker. And you're mm. like, because 'cause you're on his territory or something. Mm. So what would you say to him? I don't know. No one's ever pointed a gun at me before. Well, what would you say? You know, you got you got like uh, you can't lose credit like you know credibility amongst your harem. You got to stand up for yourself to this other pimp. Obviously, he's gonna what take. Did, what do you say? He's gonna put a cap. He's gonna put a ass. cap in your ass. And I said, well, why are you probably get my head then? You stupid. Oh, man. see. Yeah. And then he just be, they'll all just laugh in his face, and then yeah. you'll walk off into the sunset this, with I'd, double yeah, the women. Yeah, I'd say this this idiot here. He doesn't know the difference between an ass and a head. Does he? <laughs> No wonder he's so rubbish at being a pimp. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Oh, what an amazing like that, <laughs> exchange sort, that would be. That'd sort them out. Yeah. Oh, I like the idea of that. Alright, cool. You wanna move on? Yeah, why not? Okay. Are there actions or behaviour you see in everyday life you think should be illegal? And are there um offences you think shouldn't be? Ooh. So what? So what things that happen in everyday life do you think should be illegal that aren't? Um, I suppose the obvious one most people would agree with you on, like smoking weed. You think that should be illegal? No, I don't, I don't think it should be. Oh, illegal. this is the don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Basically. Okay. I mean, I don't think smoking it habitually is good for you. No. But by the same token, there are many things which you are allowed to. You, it's perfectly legal to mm. com- habitually consume, which just absolutely destroy you. Yeah, like this is true. Alcohol being a particularly good. Uh, yeah, as much. And the I like a drink. We all, most of us do, but uh, you know, taken to extremes, it will do. It will ruin you. Mm-hmm. As all weed, but you know. Yeah, yeah. It does seem like a fairly arbitrary distinction to make. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Legalize obvious. Legalize it. Regulate it. Tax it. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. Um, that's one, I suppose. Um, 
I don't know if ticket tempting is illegal. Or ticket uh, scalping. Yeah, I don't know either. Is it just frowned upon or is it just like... I don't think it's actually illegal. Because a lot of... A lot of Do ticketing, you think that should be illegal? Well, one thing which really annoys me is that a lot of ticketing websites actually scalp their own tickets. Mm. You know, so like ticket, uh, yeah. Ticketmaster will have subsidiaries who buy all the tickets off them and then sell them for and then sell them at inflated prices yeah see that's bullshit yeah <laughs> that's just a way of cooking your own books you know yeah yeah and it's not currently illegal I don't think but I do think it's extremely unethical and yeah it's, no and it's I'd agree with that yeah it's the audience that suffers for that kind of bullshit um littering is illegal isn't it yeah it is I would make harsher penalties for littering yeah it annoys me it annoys the piss out of me literally mm. if you, and if you're listening to this and you're dropping litter all over the place you shouldn't yeah and I hate you <laughs> and he's going to pimp I don't really you. hate you but you know you, you, it annoys me so don't do it <laughs> I love the way when you're like you look at the phone the you know the album oh, so they know I mean it yeah, well, they um, they only know you're looking at it now because I've told him. But when he yeah, when he has a go I, I at people, they can he... probably tell from the tone of my voice that I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> yeah, 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 cutting probably. through that look, uh, disdain, like, yeah, yeah. Anything else? Uh, well, they've just made they've actually now successfully prosecuted someone for hogging the middle lane, haven't they? Yes, which is a good thing. Yeah, because that bungs up the motorway. Yeah, and nobody likes that. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, that's that's progress then. That someone's been prosecuted. Yeah. Anything else you can think of that should be illegal that isn't? Um, I think that's pretty decent. Didn't um, was it David Blunkett that made public sex illegal or something? Did he? When he he was the Home Secretary at one point, yeah. wasn't he? Something like that. Was it not always like illegal? What, what counts as public? Oh. As in, like, doing it in the middle of the road? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. Or just anywhere that other people can walk and go freely rather than behind closed doors is in public, isn't it, really? Okay, so not in a public dwelling, a, a private yeah. dwelling. Well, the at... point was, <laughs> Carl Pilkington said, would he have made it illegal if he could see? <laughs> Well, one wonders. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, to be honest, I think, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think... Well, surely there is, because... No, like, I, mean, I mean sex, I don't mean public sex. Well, no, who's saying there's anything wrong with long, like, just sex? I'm not, the point is I'm prefacing it by saying, I'm, pre, I'm prefacing what I'm about to say by saying, obviously sex is fine, but... but Public sex, uh, kids walking about, man. Yeah, it may not be a, may not be appropriate. Yeah, no, no one wants to see that, really. Not really. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Should we move on? Yeah. All right. Well, this is a. This next one's a topical hot potato. Is it now? Yeah. He wants to know our views on censorship. Ooh. Okay. Does he have any sort of examples in mind? Nope, that's literally all he says. Oh, right. Um, I could talk about this for a long time, so do stop me. Right. If, if no, yeah, go on, you go ahead. ahead. Here's the thing, I think censorship is intrinsically a bad thing. However, and this is a point which I really think needs to be made, a lot of what people complain about as examples of censorship these days is not censorship. Okay. Basically. Go on. So, for instance, there was the Duck... Do you remember the Duck Dynasty thing? No. Okay, Duck Dynasty, the TV show in the States. Okay. And basically one of the dudes on Duck Dynasty ended up saying some really nasty homophobic stuff. Right. And the network the show was on basically said, yeah, he's fired. Right. And he was out on his ass basically. Okay. And a lot of rednecks said, hey, this is censorship. You're censoring our right to free speech. Mm. You know, and uh, the point which all of them missed is that this was a private entity, a private company making yeah. a business decision based on what it thought was acceptable. Yeah. 
for its audiences. Okay. okay. If right. Barack Obama had rung up and said to the network, you've got to get rid of this guy, that would be a different matter entirely. But when private, private companies can do whatever the hell they like in that respect as far as I'm concerned, you know? Yeah. May, I may not always agree, but I think calling it censorship is conflating it with something far more serious and that really, really trivialises the issue, basically. Okay. That's, that's really my thoughts on censorship currently. But you get it in all sort of levels of the arts, you know? Like yeah. bands who get booted off festival bills for things they've done or things they've said or whatever. Mm. People, some people sometimes say, ooh, censorship. Yeah, well... It's, it's, not, it's, it's not really. It's, it's a private other, company. It's a private yeah. entity looking out for its own interests. I think it also comes a little bit down to common sense. Yeah. Like, with certain things. You know, like... <laughs> You li- like like you say with the art like if you listen to a certain band that are called something like <laughs> well we were talking about it yesterday if you listen to a band called Infant Annihilator there's probably going to be a bit of language there's probably going to be a bit of offensive material so you know it's it's they they have to put warnings on it and it's like you know you know don't go out and buy it for your child and then <laughs> complain that. He's listening to a song called Horseborn. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. What else you got on censorship? That's all I can kind of... That's all that's kind of really... You said you could talk for hours. Yeah, but that was... I just gave you the sort of precede version of it. Oh, okay. All right. That's really... What, what do you think? Well, you just said, I suppose, didn't you? Well, oh, yeah, I do think it comes down to common sense. Yeah, and like, if you don't like something, then you know, don't watch it, or don't listen to it, don't write a letter to someone that's probably going to ignore you. I don't know. I think uh, I think it's I think it's sometimes it's important to vote with your feet, and it is important to uh, you know for people on mass to sometimes make their voices heard on a certain. Yeah, that's certain fair enough. Thing, you know, but like it's, it's when it's something. Like, I mean, let's look at it this way. I mean, there have been various petitions about Katie Hopkins, haven't there? Yeah, you know. And but this know, is this is if, exactly if, if, an example if the, if of what sum, I'm talking about. I mean, if the sum acceded to the demands of these petitions, is that censorship? Or well, is that this is this, no. This else? is this is the point that we always make about her. It's just ignore her, and people like going, "No, I don't want to listen to her. I don't want to listen to her." It's I just think, that just yeah, fuels okay, the fire. That's, like. that's a different issue altogether, though. Well, is it because it's still people trying well, to censor? I see that's not sense. I don't think that's censorship. Well, in fact, it's it's definitely not censorship. What uh, these you know people are saying, Chuck Katie Hopkins off the Sun. Is it the Sun she writes for? I don't know. I, I don't read the Sun. And I, I, I don't listen to her. <laughs> I mainly. It's usually I see things of her on Facebook. I, I don't watch that much television, to be fair, to actually run into her. <laughs> you know, so I don't know what the hell she does. I just see people, I just it just comes up like Katie Hopkins said that fat people should be killed or something stupid like that and then mm. everyone goes oh my god she's such a terrible piece of shit why don't we just get rid of her and it's like stop just ignore her yeah ignore the fuck out of her I think yeah but I mean I think we're talking cross purposes now probably I, think, I, think I don't even remember what this, how this started you brought up Katie Hopkins yeah well, I, I pointed out that you know people say you know you get these various public outcries whenever she says anything and yeah. you know, various petitions to kind of get chucked out of the sun or whatever yeah I mean people would conflate that with censorship in a lot of cases can we chuck her into the sun <laughs> the actual sun uh, probably not allowed unfortunately uh, that's but, something yeah, I think, that's I think, illegal that shouldn't be I think the general point though with censorship that needs to be made is that people tend to think that freedom of speech means that you can say whatever the hell you like without fear of co- well they tend to think that freedom of speech is freedom from consequences mm. and that freedom and freedom from criticism Yeah, and the proper sort of way of saying it really ought to be you have free speech, but by the same token, if someone else thinks you're talking bullshit, they are well within their rights to tell you. Yeah. That's not censorship. No. But this is the thing, people conflate that with censorship. And that's a problem. Basically. <laughs> okay. All right. There's two questions left. <clears throat> I need two. 
yeah, well we can natter on about some other stuff if we need to fill it up more. Um, the first one is um, the perfect breakfast. The perfect breakfast? Yeah, what oh. is the perfect breakfast? Okay. Well, it's a cooked breakfast, isn't it? I think most people would agree. A fry up. Yeah, I mean, it depends on one's mood, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, again, we've had about three fry ups this We week. had three in a row, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. that's, we've got to stop now. Yeah, I have stopped now. Yeah. Um, I would say. Um, I don't know, I mean, sometimes you want a fry up, but other times you don't. I don't think I've ever not wanted a fry up. <laughs> you had pancakes for breakfast? No. I don't like sweet things for breakfast. Mm, okay. Necessarily. See, sometimes I find that a Danish and a coffee is absolutely perfect. Hmm. See, I don't know. That's more for me. That's more of like not a coffee. I don't drink coffee, but like a, a nice rock you cake. Probably, you probably should. No, I, I can't because of the caffeine. It affects me in a negative way. Oh. You drink tea, though. Don't you? Yeah, but it's not. A, that's like a slow release of caffeine, whereas coffee's more of a direct. <laughs> yeah, one of them. They do that to you. Yeah, no, it gives me, like, anxiety attacks. I start freaking out. I had one at work once. I had to leave work because I had Bloody a fucking hell. mocha. And, yeah, my heart went mental. Bloody hell. Yeah, so that's why I don't drink coffee or Red Bull or any of that shit. So, but tea, you know, that's... Apparently there's more caffeine in tea than coffee, but it's released slower mm-hmm. in your body or something. But, um... No, I, what I, I was saying that. was I'd, I have a, a nice rock cake... And a cup of tea in the evening, that's like, yeah. But oh, I could, for breakfast, I don't know about that. I'd definitely choose a fry-up over that okay, for well, breakfast. Yeah. Fry-ups are good. Sometimes uh, I just like scrambled eggs on toast and things like that. Yeah. can be good. But the perfect breakfast... Well, what's the perfect fry-up? Okay, perfect opinion, fry-up. There are different opinions on this. Yeah, I know. And so help me, if you say beans, I will defenestrate you and chuck you over the balcony. <laughs> you used defenestrate. You used Dan, the word that Dan Cox asked you what it meant. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well done. Um, um, the perfect fry-up. Well, we both agree no beans. Well which Everyone else is going to say, no, you're wrong. Well, you're all wrong, bean lovers. He's, he's looking at the phone again. You bean-loving... Weirdos. <laughs> yeah. So my perfect fry up is two eggs. What? what okay. How are they prepared? Either poached or fried. As long as they're fried well, then fine. Um, probably three sausages because they're my favourite thing. Mighty. They're my favourite thing to dip in egg. So I need at least three with with two eggs. Um, then you know mushrooms. Hell yeah. A uh, couple of bits of bacon. Uh, I like black pudding. I'll have one bit of black pudding. Not too much of it, just one. Um, little little blob of... Um, what's it called? Bubble and squeak. I like that. Okay. Um, hash browns? Oh, yeah. How could I forget? Two hash browns. One fried tomato. You, uh, grilled, I think. Oh, grilled, whatever. Grilled, grilled tomato. Um, and probably a couple of slices of toast. Fried bread. fried bread I find a bit too greasy. It's a little bit too much. So just a couple of slices of toast and a cup of tea. I uh, don't think I've missed anything. No, I think you covered all the bases there. The only thing I would say is with the, the eggs, um, I think sometimes if you're really piling it on, sometimes I find scrambled just works better. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I wouldn't mind. But I just like the dipping aspect. No, I don't know. Not, not always about the dipping. Mm. Yes, that's what I look forward to most, is dipping hash brown and sausage in egg. Fuck yeah. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> um, cool. Any, any more to say on the perfect breakfast? Um, what's your favourite breakfast cereal? <sighs> oh, good question. I go through phases with cereal, but like, I used to like be obsessed with cinnamon grahams. And then Golden Grahams as well. But I kind of stopped all that. And now I love um, Special K Red Berries. I like that. Well, or fruit and fibre as well. Oh, yeah. I do like a bit of fruit and fibre. Mm. 
When I was about three, apparently I went through a phase of only eating bran flakes. Oh, God. I had the shits for about <laughs> four months. Yeah, I bet. Um, you are a bran flake. Uh, probably explains a lot about me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I've had bran flakes in years, actually. Think yeah, no. I, I just find them so dry. Shreddy. It's like, have dust with milk in the morning. Shreddies. No, I'm not a fan. Really? Yeah. Crunchy nut. Yeah, crunchy nut's That's okay. That's the king, really, isn't it? Crunchy nut. The king? Yeah. Of breakfast, you think? Breakfast cereals. Yeah, of breakfast cereals. Uh, I don't know if it's the king. It's popular. But crunchy nut or frosties? Crunchy nut. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't much of a choice. Frosties are... <laughs> what they're, is it? they're poor man's crunchy nut really aren't they what's the thing he says in Peep Show where he's like when they're nice go- <laughs> of, uh, no no not that not that. not that the, um, you know when they, they both wake up and he's like I think Jeremy says to Mark yeah well crunchy nut are just frosties for wankers wow. and then, then <laughs> uh, Mark says yeah well frosties is just crunchy nut for people that can't face reality <laughs> or something like, <laughs> something like that uh, not wrong yeah Mark's right Mark Corrigan, he's right. Um, yeah, okay. Done with that? Yeah. Cool, okay. Final question was, if you could have an insect the size of a dog as a pet, what would it, what insect would you have? Um, <laughs> a ladybird. I, do you know what? I, I, when I read the question, the ladybird came into my head first, but like... Imagine them in the ladybird, <laughs> just dog walking around on oh, the leash in the park. To be honest, I don't think I think most of them would be less than ideal. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one that would be really <laughs> actually quite nice to have, like you know, mm-hmm. sleeping at the end of your bed. Yeah, I don't think that's. Uh... <laughs> well, let's have a think. What about like a a butterfly? That'd be quite cool. You could sit on you could sit on, have breakfast with you, and you could like give it like a a uh, glass of milk. You'd have, and it to, could you'd put have its, to train it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a dog. But it would, uh, you could put a, have its little, it would have its little straw sucking up the milk. Are you getting distracted by something yeah, on the TV? something amazing on the telly. What is it? I have no idea. It's a trailer for some cheerful nonsense with swashbuckling and <laughs> stuff. This is why we don't have the TV on when we record this at home, because you get distracted very well, it easily. Looks, uh, it looks like it's Spanish as well, even better. Yeah. Um, why does it have an advert for MasterChef in the back in the corner when it's got, like, cowboys I'm, running around? I haven't the foggiest. Oh, maybe this is MasterChef. Oh, it is. It's just changed to MasterChef. Wow, well, happy days. Yeah, anyway. Bug, insect, as a pet, the size you're of a dog. Hanging out with your uh, ladybird. Yeah. You'd have to train it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, is that train dogs. That, is that possible? Well, let's just say you can. All right, for the sake of argument. Would you have say you'd have a pet ladybird? Um, yeah, why not? Well, why? Is what I want to know. Why have you picked uh, that above all, I think, above all the other? I think, well, they're probably the least unsightly. They're, yeah, yeah. But they, could, they also can fly and be quite annoying. Yeah. No flying in the house at all. <laughs> yeah. Imagine it coming around the corner, like as he's rush- when someone knocks on the door, and it rushes in excitement yeah. to get to the door to see who's there, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck's sake, Marcus! I told you about this. <laughs> you named it Marcus. Well, I don't know. Marcus the ladybird. Marcus the ladybird. It's a good name for a ladybird, isn't it? I suppose. I don't really know what a good name for a ladybird would be, or a bad name. Gregory. Gregory. Gregory the ladybird. Uh, I'm trying to think of other insects that would be good. Large, because now all I can think about is fucking ladybirds. Um, Do you think about that a lot? Well, oh, hey. <laughs> lady, ah, oh, nice, well done, well done. Um, what else is there that's nice? What about a weevil? Nah. No. Nah. What have you got against the weevil? Not got anything against them. It's just that you know, prefer quite, ladybirds. They look quite cool though. Yeah, but I mean. Do um, do weevils have an entire publishing label named after them? <laughs> no. Well, there you go. Ladybird does. <laughs> okay. 
Alright, I think we've settled on Ladybird, really. Um, well, that's all the questions. Mm, I would. Yeah, you got a joke though. I'm afraid so, yes. <laughs> oh, good. Well, we apologise there hasn't been a feature this week, but we're away from home and, you know, haven't really had time to think about it. But, you know, I think we've done alright with, you know, what we can. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Alright, well, time for Andrew's shit joke of the week. Let's go. Okay, so, uh, once upon a time, there was a bloke. Actually, I'll tell you what, before we get started, mm. you might, this this might be a bit of a collaboration. Right. Okay, just saying. Okay. So, once upon a time, there was a bloke. He was a very rich bloke. Okay. What did he do for a living, Chris? To make something up. Make up okay, he's a, he sells... He sells... Corn. Oh, okay. If, you know, he's in agriculture then. Yeah, why not? Unfortunately, he's a bit of a bastard. Oh, okay. You know. Basically, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's by the fact he has a surplus of corn yeah. every every year. You know, he just burns it for fun. Oh, well, what a cunt. He's a shit house. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you not want to give any away for Harvest Festival? No. <laughs> shan't. No, shan't. Fuck you. <laughs> no, shan't. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, this guy sounds like a right piece of shit. Yeah, he's a dickhead, basically. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, if he sees some kids playing in the street, he'll go over and stomp on all their toys just for fun. Oh, what a dick. You know, it's just an sh- absolute shit house. Yeah. Basically. So, uh, he's in his, in his gigantic mansion. Mm. Yeah. With a drinking a bottle of Barolo. Mm-hmm. And uh did I mention it was Christmas Eve? <laughs> no. Ah, it's Christmas Eve. Oh it's Christmas Eve as well. Okay. And uh here's a knock at the door. Mm. Uh, who's this? Wasn't expecting anyone. Mm. So March is over and the march is quite long because it's a big house. Yeah. You know. He has to like slide down the banister and <laughs> Even then, it's a good 400-yard walk. Oh, wow. Yeah. So another knock on the door. It's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Mm. You parasitic bastards, leave me alone. <laughs> okay. Then she gets to the front door. Yeah. Swings open in a big fury. Looks out. Says, uh, there's no one there. Mm. Huh. So that's all about then. And uh, here's a little voice. Down here. Looks down at the doorstep. There's a snail there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the snails is, Evening, mister. <laughs> yeah? It's perishing cold out. <laughs> I don't suppose I could come inside for a cup of tea, could I? Well, a little bit cheeky, but, yeah. Oh, you know. Worst he can do is say no, right? Yeah, I suppose. Or stamp on him. <laughs> He's well, just... wrong. Oh, what right. happens? The dude, because he's an arse, laughs in his face, picks him up, <laughs> and hurls him. Oh, what? The, right across the street. Oh, yeah. I feel bad for this. Really, kind of yeah. Puts as much on it as he possibly can. Oh fuck. Yeah. Dusts his hands off. Shuts yeah. the door. Yeah. And that's that. And uh, yeah. And he has a dude has an absolutely marvelous Christmas. Yeah. He uh, just for fun he goes to the homeless shelter and nicks all the soup. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and drinks it all himself. Wow. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, another year rolls by. He's an even bigger bastard than before. Yeah. You know, not only does he, uh, you know, not only does he burn his surplus every year instead of, you know, donating it to a worthy cause, uh, as well as that, he, uh, you know, Goes around kicking small animals. <laughs> he's really got a thing against animals, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's not very nice. No. And, you know, he uh, makes up a rumour that tyres are making walls fall off, so tyres gets weak all the What yeah. weird thing to go after. Yeah, well, he, d- he just doesn't like it. Okay. No, no other reason than that. He's like, I don't like it. No one else gets any. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the kind of dude he was. 
another Christmas Eve the following year comes around and he's sitting there drinking another bottle of Barolo which is kind of a thing that he does at Christmas yeah. you know there's another knock at the door bloody ill so he marches off and uh, this time he picks up a croquet mallet and it's like right whoever's uh, whoever this is they're going to be limping out of this <laughs> fucking hell uh, seriously he's an angry man clearly yeah hurls the door open what nobody there looks at the doorstep it's that snail again <laughs> I like this snail and the snail says what do you do that for <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> he's remembered it's taking him all this time. Yeah. Well, he's a snail, so he goes really slow. Yeah, I get it. That's, that's brilliant. It's taking him a year to get back to the front. Yeah, line. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I like the snail. I want, I want to know more about this now. That's the end of the joke, that's it. Oh. Well, yeah, if you want to explore the backstory of the snail a little bit. Yeah, you know, maybe. Make, maybe you should make up a joke about the snail. Maybe, I think he should be included in, the, in another episode, definitely. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. A little bit shorter than normal, but that's all right, because it's usually... Yeah, 51 minutes so far. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Do you want to talk about anything else? Not really, no. Well, we'll be uh, going to sleep now. Yeah, it's bedtime, I think. And then uh, waking up one more day, and then we're getting on a plane back home. Even on the jet plane. Yeah. So we will see everyone back in rainy old England. Mm, back in old blighty very very soon so I hope you enjoyed this spur of the moment special podcast from Ibiza and yeah peace